Hi, I'm Emma, and this is the Creative Edition. Our mission is to inspire creatives to discover, grow, and own their brand. Today, we're going to be talking about five project management tips for creators and influencers. As a former project manager, I'm excited to talk about this episode. In a past life, I worked in the aerospace industry and ran factory-wide projects supporting different airplane programs and the whole site itself. So even though I'm no longer helping out with the commercial side of airplanes, I do use my project management skills as a full-time creator. So if you're looking to get more organized in your business or with your brand partnerships, this episode is for you. But before we get started, let's do our question of the day. And the question of the day is, what's one goal you're working towards this year? All right, you guys, so you have probably heard me talk about this, but I think this is the year that this is going to happen. And one of my main goals for the podcast is to bring on sponsors. One of the reasons why I say this is because we got our Buzzsprout recap at the end of or I guess at the beginning of this year for 2022. And I was looking at our stats and for Buzzsprout, which I think has over 110,000 podcasts hosted on the platform, or maybe 118. I mean, there's over 100,000 podcasts, you know, that use Buzzsprout to publish their podcast episodes and push them out to different channels like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts. And so that's the main one, you know, we use to push everything out. And we, I was reading the recap and I was like, oh my God, we're at the top 10% of Buzzsprout podcasts. And last year we drove over 150,000 downloads in 2022. That is pretty incredible, you guys. I mean, for me, I look at that, I'm like, what? 150,000 downloads? That is quite a bit. And I know, you know, I'm not like a massive podcast yet where I'm bringing in 100,000 downloads per episode. One day, one day I'll get there. But I do think that, you know, showing up twice a week for the Content Creatives Podcast and coming in with high quality content, great guests, an amazing podcast community. I really think this is the year that I'm finally going to bring on podcast sponsors. And then part of that goal, you guys, is um, I am actually outsourcing the editing of the podcast. Since I no longer, you know, I don't have Maddie as my co-host, I also don't have Um, My friend and her husband, Sam, are podcast editor. And so I have outsourced, brought on a podcast editor, Haley, who has been great so far. And so my goal is just to cover the cost of outsourcing editing with Haley. And so hopefully that is enough motivation for me to find our first podcast sponsors for for the podcast. All right, you guys. So let's get into it. Let's talk about the five beginner project management tips for creators and influencers. And so tip number one, if you are thinking about, gosh, where do I even start with this about, you know, becoming a better project manager for my brand and business? My tip is to start with your end goal in mind. So think about this month, this year, this quarter, your end goal will vary depending on what you're focused on. So is your end goal to create a consistent posting schedule for social media? 
is your end goal to launch your first course or podcast show this year? Or is your end goal to have a successful brand campaign? I would really think about what you're working towards. And again, depending on what stage you're at as a creator, you know, if you're in the beginning stages as a seed or sprout, you might be looking at just creating a consistent posting schedule or maybe learning a new platform like Pinterest or TikTok. And if you're a mature influencer, maybe you are a daisy or a sunflower, you're looking for other ways to monetize your brand or just grow and expand it maybe with a podcast or a course. So start with that end goal in mind. Tip number two is to lay out what success means to your goal or goals. So we've talked about this before, but success means different things to different people. So for example, if your goal is to create a consistent posting schedule for social media, your idea of success might be to post daily across TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. Well, that might be too much if you're just starting out. Maybe you are a brand new creator and you just want to learn how to post three times a week and you only want to start with one platform. That's okay. Just make sure you take the time to define your idea of success. Or maybe you're a mature influencer like me, but you're entering a new life stage and you're pregnant or you're starting grad school or you're planning a wedding. There's so many life events that we balance as creators and influencers. So you want to redefine what your consistent posting schedule might look like for social media. And so you might make that a mix. Maybe you want to post on TikTok four times a week, Instagram three times a week, and you want to show up on Instagram stories every day. If your goal is to launch your first course or podcast, Your idea of success might be to create that course and launch it in three months. Everyone's schedule to launch a course looks different, again, depending on what you might be working on as a creator, as an influencer, and balancing with life events and just, you know, different things pop up. And so I really recommend taking the time to define, you know, what success means to you, especially at that launch. So for example, when we launched the Content Creatives Podcast in February, 2020, our idea of success was literally just to post once a week and at least get maybe, I think we were, I think Maddie and I at the time were like, man, if we just got 10 listeners, I think it would be happy. Obviously we don't have 10 listener, just 10 listeners anymore. You know, very grateful that you continue to tune in you know, with a podcast each week and listen to it. But for you, if you're thinking about launching a podcast, your idea of success might be to define your mission statement and to connect with maybe just three people who identify with that mission statement and get initial feedback. Because I will say the first few months when you launch that podcast and looking back, this was helpful for us actually going to our loyal listeners and just getting some feedback on what we could do to improve the podcast was really helpful. So if your idea of success is to have a successful brand campaign, maybe you're really focused on improving your brand collaborations this year. You might define your idea of success to be completing the campaign timeline as scheduled and making your brand partner happy. 
And so again, it doesn't matter what your idea of success is. I recommend just taking the time to define it. And my tip on this is again, reflect on what success means to you and keep it to one or two, maybe three things. I think the more specific you are about what success means, the easier it is going to be to lay out your process. All right, you guys. So tip number three, you have already decided what your end goal is, and you've also thought about what success means to you. So now we're going to be talking about laying out your process. So we're going to use the goal of create a consistent posting schedule for social media as the example. So again, you define your idea of success to be posting daily across TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. So your process might look like picking a day to brainstorm social media posts, selecting a day to prepare for shooting, shooting your photos and videos, editing your photos and videos, finding trending sounds, and then scheduling those posts and videos. It might take you a week or two to get through the whole process, or maybe even a whole month, depending on your schedule. Everyone's process is going to look differently and you will adjust and refine it as you learn how to create that consistent posting schedule for social media. You'll even find that there are going to be different things you might want to outsource as a creator. So for example, you might find a creator friend who is willing to trade off shooting your outfit photos and videos with you. And so your process and the timeline of completing that process is going to depend on your friend's schedule as well. So I think laying out your process, initially when I got started with project management, I was really overwhelmed with this task. But again, I really recommend working backwards. If you know what your end goal is, then you can actually start to think about what you might need to lay out that process and complete it. If you don't have a process yet on creating a content, a consistent posting schedule for social media, I recommend just taking a step back and observing what you do right now. How long does it take you to do a week's worth of content? You know, think about the different things that stick out for you when you're creating content. Maybe for you, your process is completely different. Your process is more about making sure that you are maximizing your weekend, you're documenting every little thing that you're doing. So maybe on Saturday, you know, you're just snapping along what you made for breakfast, visiting a local bookstore, going to the farmer's market, heading home, and you're just taking little snippets and videos of you getting your chores done. You know, a lot of people use that content to create the weekend reset videos, which I think are always fun to watch. And so again, You might be doing more documenting versus actually picking a few days throughout the month to shoot content. For me, I kind of do a mix of both, but I've always worked best actually putting on the schedule when I shoot content. And so, for example, you guys like this is what I did to make sure I have a consistent posting schedule for this quarter. I literally scheduled my next three to four photo shoots with my friend Jenny. I want to shoot with my friend Jenny more consistently. I'm still shooting with my photographer, Holly, but I want to also, you know, include Jenny's content in there, especially since our schedules line up really well. 
Holly still, and you know, it's great. She loves what she does as a designer. She works, you know, a nine to five. And so I can't always shoot content with her. I just can't shoot content with her during the day. And I shoot content with her after work. And, you know, with wintertime, it's like limited daylight. And so Jenny and I are actually, we have the the opportunity because she has a flexible work schedule as a, as a photographer to shoot during the week, during the day. And so I said, you know what, I'm just going to start integrating Jenny into my schedule. And then that way I always have content coming in if I'm unable to shoot with Holly after work or on the weekends. And so again, everyone's process is going to look differently, but if you start with your end goal in mind, you can start to think about what you need to do to get to that end goal. All right. So tip number four is to be aware of your time and schedule and allow for flexibility. As a creator or influencer, you might be balancing creating content with classes, a job, raising a family, vacations, and life events. You don't have all day, every day, just to focus on your creative career. And that's okay. I recommend taking a step back and look at what's realistic for your schedule. Your timeline to complete your process might look very different than your other creator friends, and that's okay. If it takes you a week to edit photos and videos, then make sure you include that in your timeline. I also recommend like really looking at your schedule from a holistic approach. I think with pregnancy, gosh, I have been really challenged in a good way to think about how I structure my days. And so in my first trimester um, for month two and three, I had barely any energy, you guys barely enter energy. And I just did not have the capacity to take on additional brand partnerships, which is very different and unusual for me in Q4, but I didn't have that energy. And so I just had to allow myself, you know, that flexibility to literally like work as minimally as possible. Again, that I feel like is an extreme case, but even in my second trimester, my energy is coming back, but it's not a hundred percent of what I was before. And that makes sense, right? My body is using energy, you know, for the baby and that's a, that's a good thing. And so I think for me, even I'm looking at adjusting my time and schedule, allowing for flexibility during my day and allowing myself to either wrap up the work day earlier or just take more breaks because I just need that time. So again, Look at your time and schedule, allow for flexibility, make sure you're actually including rest in there and really think about, you know, what your work schedule looks like. If you need to do the 168 hours exercise, I recommend doing that. If you are thinking about laying out your process and you're not sure and you, and you really aren't sure, you know, how much free time you have really recommend doing that. All right, you guys. So tip Number five is to select your tools. So if you're just getting started with project management and you want to refine your skills as a creator, you'll also need time to figure out what tools make sense for you. There are a lot of free and paid project management tools out there like Trello, which is a free tool that Maddie and I used when we were both doing the Content Creatives podcast together. There's Notion, Asana, Google Presentations, and Documents. 
So if you're working with a virtual assistant, a manager, or a podcast editor, chances are you're going to be trying one of these project management tools. My recommendation is to watch YouTube videos on how to use these tools before you sign up for one. I think it's always really helpful to just see how people use it, look at the user design, the interface, how, you know, what's the ease of use, bringing on a new tool, you know, into your process, and then decide which one works best for you. I also recommend just asking your creator friends what they use. I feel like a lot of my friends use Notion or Asana. I feel like those are really popular ones. And and then just getting their insight and their feedback on it, why they like it, what could be better, and why they continue to use it. So I think a big reason why it's it's helpful to have a tool is because you do need a space to document your processes. That way you can revisit it and understand where you're at in your timeline and your progress towards a goal. If you're feeling overwhelmed, you're like, I'm not ready to sign up for a tool. You know, I'm a new creator. I just want to start project managing on my own. I recommend just starting with a planner. You could literally buy a planner at TJ Maxx for $6.99 and start there and literally lay out your process and your calendar in, in a planner. I mean, I also do that too still. I think it's helpful for me to put dates out on a planner. So yeah, you don't have to get super overwhelmed with tools if you feel like you're not ready for that yet. I, but I do recommend having a space to capture your process and where you're at at your timeline. All right, you guys. So before I wrap up today's episode, I want to leave you with a bonus tip. And my tip is focus on one task at a time. So if you've laid out your process and your timeline, I think it's really easy to jump around on different tasks and think that you need to get everything done at the same time because you know exactly what you need to do. But even so, I recommend focusing on one task at a time. It can be super easy, again, to fall into multitasking, but multitasking actually causes more loss in productivity than allowing you to be productive. Um, it's because it takes brain power to switch from editing videos or searching to trending sounds on TikTok to writing a podcast outline. I mean, all of that takes brain power and it actually causes you to lose focus and attention. And so really recommend focusing on one task at a time. All right, you guys, I hope you enjoyed today's episode about the five beginner project management tips for creators and influencers. It's funny, I've been doing this podcast for almost three years at this point, and I can't believe I haven't done a project management specific podcast episode. And so if you enjoyed this episode, please let me know. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate, review, and recommend the podcast to a friend. If we haven't connected on Instagram yet, you can find us at MS Edition and at The Creative Edition. Sign up for our email newsletter and join our Facebook group, and we'll see you guys next time.